Hello, everybody. This is Gerald Salenti, and it's Wednesday, March 8th, 2023. And in 2023, we're lucky to have with us Judge Andrew Napolitano, a man that knows about the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and what rights we've lost, what rights we should have back. And he's doing all he can to make that happen. And Judge, thanks for being here. A pleasure, Gerald, as always. You know, you, you have a new article coming out, Spying in Plain Sight. Last week, the Biden administration asked Congress to permit its agents to continue to spy on Americans without search warrants. I mean, you, you, can't, you can't make this up. They don't ask for it that way. They say, please renew Section 702 of the Patriot Act without getting into too much detail. 702 allows spying on foreigners. All right, that doesn't bother most Americans, except that it's been used to spy on Americans even though it's limited to foreigners. Congress knows that. Congress is afraid of the intelligence committee uh, community, Gerald, because of what the, the dirt the intelligence community has on Joe Biden and on many members of Congress. So we'll vote to extend this. But by extending this, and it's a head scratcher, it was even extended under President Trump, the, the, the president in the modern era most victimized by his own government's spying on him, and even he went along with this. So this allows the intelligence community to bypass the Fourth Amendment, which requires probable cause of a crime in order to get a search warrant, and lets them spy on anybody they want. Most Americans say, I'm not doing anything right, wrong, I don't care. You should care. You have your personal dignity, your personal self-respect. Who the hell is the government? to monitor everything we do. And when I say monitor, I mean, you have this, I'm holding up my iPhone. You have this in the front seat of your car, in your pocket, in your pocketbook, in your briefcase, in your backpack. The feds know where you are. If you're using it via Bluetooth or earbuds, the feds can hear your conversation. If you type on it, as we all do, whether it's a simple text or a more complicated or longer uh, email, the feds have copies of it. If you delete it, the feds have copies uh, of what you deleted. All of that without a search warrant because of their insatiable appetite to spy on us. Republicans as well as Democrats, George W. Bush, Barack Obama, Donald Trump, Joe Biden, all the same nonsense. Now these authorities are up for renewal. The Congress will have a debate and they may have run into a brick wall called Jim Jordan, the chair of the House Judiciary Committee firebrand conservative Republican, you and I don't always agree with them, but we do agree with them on civil liberties, may not even let this come to the floor for a vote. Godspeed, Congressman Jordan. You know, we just said is, this, we can't call this the USA anymore. We should call it the USSA, the United yes. Soviet States of America. Oh, and, and by the way, they have every right to, to spy on us because Look how effective they've been. <laughs> right, 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 right. George W. Bush, where were your spies on the morning of 9-11? Uh, yeah. I mean, look at the great accomplishments they've achieved. You know, this is disgusting what's going on. And you call it the Patriot Act. That's an oxymoron. And, and there's nothing patriotic about it. And they keep making up all these new laws they just invent to go around the Constitution illegally. And there's no blowback. You're the only person out there, you and a few others, that really talk about this. Uh, uh, John and, 
and Nisha Whitehead with the Rutherford, uh, uh, is it Institute of Foundation? Institute, that, yeah, they 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 monitor this stuff with tremendous uh, effectiveness. But none of our complaints reach mainstream media. No. Without even listing who the mainstream media are, we all know. Everybody watching us now knows who they are. And what's really scary is the iron grip that the intelligence and law enforcement community has, the deep state, because they're below the radar screen, that they have on members of Congress, the dirt that they have on members of Congress, which results in the reenactment of these statutes and the increase uh, in the budgets. When Congress discovered in 2008 that Bush had ordered all this spying, George W., had ordered all this spying uh, without search warrants, you would think that they would have defunded the uh, people doing the spying, maybe impeach the president, maybe at least condemn it. No, they made it lawful. They enacted this Section 702. It said, all right, so as long as you're limited to foreigners, it's lawful. Well, if the foreigners talk to Americans, who, who the heck talks to foreigners? We'll, we'll allow you to spy on them as well. So if I call my cousins in Florence, I am automatically, well, I'm probably a target anyway, but I'm automatically a target uh, for this kind of spying. And then I call my mother. She's a target. And then she calls her, the lady that lives next door. She's a target. And then that lady calls her grandchildren. They're a target. I'm not making this up. That goes out to the sixth degree. And the, and the, and the database of Americans that they've spied on, boom, they hand over to the FBI. Again, without a search warrant. Very, very bad. It's destroying the right to privacy. It's it's mocking the Constitution they've sworn to uphold. It's destroying the Fourth Amendment. And it happens over and over and over again with just a handful of us complaining about it uh, and pointing it out. You know, you know, the saying the fish rots from the head down. And and that is so what, what what's going on at the top. It goes all the way down. I and mean, look at the school systems now. Look at the crap that they teach in school. Look at look how everything has gone down so low and you have no freedom anymore to be who you want to be, what you want to be without being told how to be and what you have to do. This without is being told by the government. Yeah. And again, all they are, you know, again, we're, we're still in school. You know, the principals, principals became the politicians and the teachers became the bureaucrats. It, it's the same system. It hasn't changed one bit. And, you know, you, you sum it up here. Stated differently, the Biden administration, the Department of Justice, the NSA, and the FBI all claim the lawful authority to spy on all persons in America. You know, this is just, this is, and, and there's no pushback. You're, you, again, you're one of the few people talking about this. And, and again, it's, it, what it, what it, the importance of it, as I see it, it symbolizes the state of the union today on how we've lost our freedom in so many different ways. And the bottom line is, look at the little freaks that are telling us what to do. As you said, Congress, you know, no, nobody's fighting this because they all got dirt that they don't want come out. And you talked about Trump. You know, look at Trump's track record. You know, he must have more dirt out there than you could, you know, than, than, uh, than, than a mountain. You know, again, you know, this is the guy, you know, I know, I know people that he did. They told me that when he was building those uh, casinos down in Atlantic city and um, the contractors would come in for the last pay 
and him and his brother would screw them out of what they, that what they were owed. You know, this guy has a track record of doing a lot of dirty deals. So, you know, maybe that's why he didn't want to go through with bringing freedom back to our people. You know, when he, uh, I don't want to get off the track, but when he told me, and I actually said this to the public many times, not just to me, he was going to reveal the JFK records. And then I had a conversation with him shortly before he left office. It couldn't have been more than two weeks or 10 days before Joe Biden was sworn in. I said, hey, Mr. President, did you forget your promise to reveal the JFK records? He said, no, I didn't forget. But judge, if you had seen what I saw, you wouldn't reveal those records either. Someday I'll tell you when, we're, when I'm not on a phone call with 15 people listening, meaning all the security people of the White House. So what did he see? Who threatened him with what to prevent him from revealing the assassination of JFK, which is now 60 years ago? I don't know. Yeah. You know, in, uh, in looking at other issues, you know, the uh, on Friday, last Friday, the German chancellor, Olaf Scholz, came to America and he flew in alone with no reporters. He had a meeting with Trump, uh, Trump, with Biden that lasted for about an hour. And it's reported that and there were no White House staff in that meeting. And it was just Schultz and and. Um, Biden, and I'm wondering, it's very odd, Gerald, it's almost unheard of. So is there a dirty deal? I mean, they're always doing dirty deals, but was this a very important dirty deal that they didn't want anybody to know about? Well, I mean, the most we can do is speculate since you and I weren't there. So we'll start with the ridiculous. Joe Biden probably doesn't remember what they talked about. It was just the two of them in one room. So that's dangerous. But let's say he does remember. I mean, could it have been about the Nord Stream pipeline? I mean, Chancellor Scholz and the German government and the German establishment and German investors were embarrassed and humiliated when that was destroyed. And when our friend, by the way, you did a superb, magnificent interview with our friend Cy Hirsch, who discovered all this. And, and uh, Trends uh, Journal, people who haven't seen it, should log on to it and watch it. It's a wonderful manifestation of both of your personalities. And I know your personality very well. We're longtime friends as well as Cy Chase, uh, Cy uh, uh, Hirsch's uh, work effort. But when Cy Hirsch, on his own, a single investigative reporter, accomplished what the billionaire financed mainstream media, including the people I used to work for, uh, couldn't find out, the Germans were humiliated. And I'm going to speculate that Chancellor Schultz said, you got, you got to get my, uh, you know, what's out of the fire here because I could lose uh, my job if you don't provide me some cover. Bingo. Within three days, the CIA reveals, oh, we suspect it was an anti-Russian um, uh, anti group that blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. Yeah, it was an anti-Russian group called the CIA and the Navy SEALs, <laughs> ordered by Joe Biden. <laughs> but the article is so nebulous with no sources. This is what the American CIA suspects. It probably was some cover for um, for Schultz, Schultz. You know, you just mentioned they provided the New York Times did that big article about, you know, anti-Russian people in Ukraine that blew it up, et cetera, providing no sources, becomes all the news. But when Cy Hirsch 
does the article and he says anonymous sources, you can't believe him. Correct. You can only believe the anonymous sources coming from the government and the prostitutes, the media whores that put out for their corporate pimps and government whore masters. And the New York Times has a great record. You remember? You remember that Saddam Hussein was bringing in those aluminum tubes from what was right. Niger and Nigeria? Oh, yeah, we have proof. And he's going to make those weapons of mass destruction. Total lie. Total lie brought to you by the New York slimes. Because that's all they are. You and I are personal friends with the senior CIA analyst who personally told George W. Bush that all of that stuff was a lie and, George, and, and documented how he knew it was a lie, the great Phil Giraldi. And George W. Bush threw him out of the Oval Office and Giraldi resigned his uh, commission uh, in the CIA because he was telling the truth to the president. The president didn't want to hear it. And the president went on, a national, on, on national television and told the public what Phil Giraldi had told the president uh, was uh, was an absolute lie. On Nord Stream, you see the government uh, made the mistake when it was first exploded of blaming the Russians. Yeah. And when the government, which of course is insane that the Russians would destroy their own pipeline. And, and Putin said that. What do you think? We're crazy. Uh, and, and the government said, well, it could only have been done by a military. Now the government is saying, ah, it was done by some anti-Russian group. The government knows damn well that they did it. And the government knows damn well it could only have been done by a military because of the uh, cost involved and the sophistication involved. No private group would have made uh, that kind of an investment and could have gotten away with amassing those materials without sending off bells uh, and whistles to the governments that monitor those things. Stated differently, only the government could have destroyed that property so secretly. You know, they, um, I think the Swedes did a, a, uh, a study on it uh, when it happened a couple of months later, and they refused to re release all the documents that they have as well. So right. they probably know about it in, as well. And going back to this Ukraine war and the propaganda, you know, about how they blew up the pipeline. Let's go back a year ago uh, when February 24th, when the war began, all you kept hearing was that Putin's out of his mind. Putin's going crazy. Putin this, Putin that, you know, on and on, all negative information. And the media's covered this war extensively day after day, week after week and for a year. But they never did this with the Iraq war. They never did it with the Afghan war. They never talked about Bush's lies. They only talk about Putin. They don't talk about Obama, you know, and oh, and I love it that arrogant, arrogant Samantha Power coming out of the, a little war hawk. Her, Samantha Power, Hillary Clinton, and Susan Rice, the three women champion of overthrowing Gaddafi's regime in in uh, Libya, but that's fine. Oh, and then Hillary Clinton being interviewed on CBS and the woman asked, how did you feel when you found out Muammar Gaddafi was killed? And she said, we came, we saw, and he died. He, yeah. yeah. So now 
they're doing the same. They all they are doing is attacking Russia. People have no idea about the violation of the Minsk Agreement. They don't know what a Minsk Agreement is. They have no idea the United States overthrow the democratically elected government of Viktor Yanukovych in 2014, as we wrote about in detail in the Trends Journal article by Dr. Paul Craig Roberts, former Assistant Treasury Secretary under Ronald Reagan, talking about it. The average person has no idea. All they know are the sound bites that they're getting from the media. And the sound bites are Ukraine's going to lose. If we don't stop them, Russia's going to take over Europe and then the United States. And then we're going to be at war. And the people have no idea what's going on. And now they're ramping up the loss in Ukraine by Zelensky. What's he asking for now? He's asking for cluster bombs. And I think your producer, there he is, has pictures of these. So last Friday, Zelensky asked the Americans for cluster bombs. Cluster bombs are an instrument of war crimes. They're absolutely prohibited by treaties to which the United States is a party. They're bombs that don't fully explode when they hit the earth. They disperse what they call, you probably never heard this word before. I never heard it before a few hours ago, bomblets, little baby bombs. They disperse them throughout the area and they go off minutes and hours and days and weeks later. Stated differently, they're an instrument designed to kill the civilian population. A, this is what Zelensky has asked for because he doesn't care if he's a war criminal. B, who did he ask for it from? From the United States. So his intel is telling him that the United States has this. What the hell are we doing with it? They are illegal to own and they are illegal to use. Why do we have them? All they do is kill, kill innocent civilians. Why do we have them? You know, as you know, we put out a weekly magazine, the Trends Journal, and we were writing this week about one of the articles we wrote about is how China is taking over the world on high tech. They had yes. the advancement in everything. And yes. one of my lines is that the 20th century was the American century. The 21st century will be the Chinese century because the business of China is business and the business of America is war. Our defense budget was what? $858 billion. Let's not make it 860 billion. We'd always put these little phony numbers in there. So they don't bring it up. We have 332 million people. That's the size of our defense budget. China, 1.4 billion people in their defense budget, 224 billion. Well, our defense budget is bigger than the next 12 countries combined, which of course includes uh, China and Russia. And then you have to add on top of our, of our defense budget, Gerald, the 113 billion with a B, that President Biden has been authorized to give away to Ukraine, and you are oh so close to a trillion dollars. How much money do the feds uh, collect uh, in taxes and other sources of revenue? About four trillion, one quarter, whoosh, right out the door to uh, defense. A little uh, under a quarter, whoosh, right out the door uh, to debt service. Uh, half, right out the door, to transfer payments, Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security. So when the government spends money on operating itself, 
taxing generations as yet unborn by borrowing money, and they're going to be paying the interest. They'll never pay the principal. The government never retires its principal. That's why we owe, the federal government owes $31.5 trillion. New York Times, I believe, the story I'll tell you about. You're breaking up. You hold it. You got me now? Okay. Okay, yeah. Uh, In-depth story uh, on Sunday. As many Republicans voted for this $31 trillion in debt, as did Democrats. Kevin McCarthy, Speaker of the House, never met a debt ceiling increase he didn't fall in love with. You, you'll go back to 2001. Our debt was $5.7 trillion. And now it's, as you mentioned, $31.5 trillion. And they're just making this stuff up. We are, I want to make this clear. We are headed for the worst socioeconomic and geopolitical crisis in modern history. I believe that we may see March madness hit the equity markets in by the end of this month. Mm. What, what do you mean? I know what March Madness means. It's March Madness means that we may see a stock market crash and an economic collapse begin. Because now the Fed has come out, the Fed head, Powell, again, the arrogant Powell who BS that there was no inflation was only temporary and transitory. Oh, now he wants to raise interest rates even more. That's right. You can't so do the, it. The, the Fed is an arsonist trying to put out a fire that it started. I mean, the Fed caused this inflation by printing a trillion, a couple of trillion dollars in phony bills, putting it in, not literally printing, but putting it in the banks, uh, in the, the accounts of their favorite banks, having the banks uh, lend it. And now they're saying, oh, there's inflation. We got we to gotta raise the interest rates. You caused the inflation. Same thing happens over and over and over again. It's been going on for 110 years since yep. we've had the Fed. And, and the Fed is blaming the high inflation rate. You know what they're blaming it on? Who do they blame now? Increased wages to the plantation workers of Slavelandia. Ugh. I write about this in detail, the quotes. They're blaming, they're blaming inflation, not because of all the cheap money they put in. And just to make it clear, according to the Levy Institute at Bard College, when the panic of 08 hit, between late 2007 to 2010, the Federal Reserve dumped in $29 trillion into the banksters. $29 trillion. And then let's go back, this is ancient history, to 2019. And there was a thing called the repo markets. And they were going bust. And the Federal Reserve from September 2019 to January 2020 dumped in $7 trillion. They have created an economic crisis, the likes of which are unprecedented in modern history. So I'm saying that I believe that we may have the market crash hit this March. Wow. March madness. Better buy gold. 
<laughs> oh, to me, you know, as I say, guns gold in a getaway plan, you know, right. because this the judge, thanks so much for being on. Thank uh, it's you a for pleasure, all the knowledge Gerald. and information. And what you said, the uh, the Fed is what? What would you call them? An, an arsonist trying to put out its own fire. Perfectly said. Yeah. And oh, and and blaming somebody else, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's the people that are earning too much money. Only right. 64% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. We've got to bring that number up. <laughs> I'll see you, Judge. All the best, my man.